At the end of the last part, I had mentioned that one of the things you could choose for the subject of your photo was a fire. Now, sometimes when churches do an Easter path like this, one of the activities would be nailing our sins, written on little pieces of paper, to a wooden cross. Something that we've been struggling with or that we want to choose to put off. Since that doesn't really work in this format, one of the things you could choose to do if it works with you is have a safe campfire, write down things that you've been struggling with, and then give it up to God, letting them go into the fire for Christ to begin his work. If having a fire like this doesn't work for you and your group, you can also find a spot that is meaningful to you and have a quiet conversation with Christ about releasing these things, letting him do the work with you. Feel free to do this whenever and however you feel most comfortable. I'm going to be reading from Matthew 27, 32 to 44, and then from Luke chapter 23, verses 32 to 43. And as they went out, they came upon a man from Cyrene named Simon. They compelled this man to carry his cross, and when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among themselves by casting lots, and they sat down there and kept watch over him. Over his head they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two bandits were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads, saying, You who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself! If you were the Son of God, come down from that cross. In the same way, the chief priest also, along with the scribes and the elders, were mocking him, saying, He saved others, and he cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down from that cross now, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he wants to. For he said, I am God's Son. The bandits who were crucified with him also taunted him in the same way. And then in Luke it says this, Two others also were criminals, led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, the Chosen One. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him also, saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. As we confess our sins, as we submit our brokenness for fixing, 
Let us remember that the forgiveness of Jesus is extended to the criminal under the cross, to your worst enemy and your best friend. And the forgiveness that Jesus made a way for is available to you also. Romans 5, verse 6-8 says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. As we move on to the last part of our story, we are going to be talking about Jesus' resurrection. For your photo assignment, I'd like you to find somewhere that reminds you of the empty tomb. Maybe a cave or a canopy of trees. If you're at home, you can even build a mock tomb with pillows and blankets. I can't wait to see what you come up with. <laughs>